Hello and welcome to the State of the Fleet Industry, a weekly video series produced by Automotive Fleet Magazine. I'm Mike Antich, editor of Automotive Fleet, and today I'd like to examine what's occurring in the fleet industry for the week of January 30th, 2023. And for this week's episode, I'd like to examine how today's fleet cost increases, which are up across the board, have impacted today's fleet budgets and will influence the size of fleet budgets in the next several years. And to illustrate how wide-ranging these cost increases have been, let me present a quick round-robin summary of nine areas where companies have been adversely impacted by higher fleet costs. First, elevated fuel prices. This represents 60% of total operating costs of an average fleet. Second, higher acquisition costs due to new model price increases, decreased fleet incentives, and higher costs to purchase units out of dealer stock. Third, higher interest rates, which impact lease rates and increase a vehicle's overall cap costs. Fourth, Vocational fleets, they've experienced higher upfitting expenses due to increased material costs driven by volatile commodity prices. Fifth, an ongoing spike in unscheduled maintenance expenses as vehicle service lives have been extended beyond normal replacement parameters due to the ongoing sourcing constraints. Sixth, increased maintenance costs due to higher parts prices, escalating labor rates, increased diagnostic fees due to expanded electronics content, and an increase in replacement of wear items such as tires and brakes due to vehicles being kept in service longer. Seven, increased expenses for short-term rentals when new vehicle deliveries are delayed or vehicles are idle to repair shops simply waiting for parts that are on back order. Eight, higher collision repair costs, and these costs are through the roof. And nine, increases in all incidental expenses such as road and bridge tolls, traffic tickets, and parking fees all incidental fleet expenses have increased in price. Despite these increased cost pressures, a sizable percentage of fleet budgets today still remain the same size as the year prior, primarily because fleet acquisition expenditures are being limited to specific allocations of vehicles, which is often below what a fleet actually needs to buy. So ask yourself, when fleet acquisitions return to pre-pandemic levels, will today's fleet budgets be reflective of tomorrow's fleet prices? My hunch is they probably will not. And when sourcing availability does improve, that'd be welcome news for everyone in the industry. But it also means that fleet budgets will need to increase not only for units scheduled for replacement, but also to start making a dent in replacing those units long overdue for a replacement. The reality is that today's fleet dollars don't stretch as far as yesterday's fleet dollars. One fleet manager told me that his fleet two years ago could buy 100 vehicles, but in today's market, that same amount of money will only buy 80 vehicles. With increased ordering at higher unit expenditures, it will put upward pressure on fleet budgets. And in many companies, fleet is one of the top five budget line items in overall corporate expenditures. And you have to ask yourself, will there be a reassessment of corporate needs for fleet assets if these fleet costs continue to increase? Most large fleets are operated by publicly traded corporations, and publicly traded corporations provide forward guidance to investors about anticipated market conditions. And just last week, reporting for the fourth quarter earnings of 2022, and the future guidance of many companies was that they were taking a defensive posture in light of higher interest rates, inflationary pressures exerting downward pressure on their profit margins, and some companies are expressing caution about the macro economy and the potential for recessionary risk. If fleet costs continue to increase, and by default they will, especially as product availability increases, this will put additional strain on existing fleet budgets 
and require increases in these budgets. My anticipation is that management at these companies will first look to instigate cost containment strategies before they increase the budget, and they'll look to stop the inflationary pressures that are being exerted on the fleet budget. And these strategies could include one, increased eligibility criteria for employees to qualify for a company vehicle, such as increasing the threshold of annual business miles that must be driven before a company vehicle can be assigned, or it can mean moving more employees to a driver allowance program or right-sizing the fleet or eliminating all underutilized units, or when applicable, adopting pool vehicle operations in lieu of individually assigned company vehicles to decrease the number of units in operation. And if I were to look ahead 12 months from now, my seat of the pants forecast is that calendar year 2024 will usher widespread stringent cost containment initiatives designed to rein in fleet budgets. And there are, of course, offsets to all of this. And one offset to the increase in fleet acquisition costs is today's resale values that continue to remain above pre-pandemic levels. And although, admittedly, resale prices have been moderating in recent months, I'm bullish about the long-term outlook for used vehicle prices. And you might ask, why do I feel this way? Well, my thinking is that if you accept the supposition that new vehicles of today are the used vehicles of tomorrow, then it indicates that used vehicle inventory levels will remain low in the wholesale market in the next three years. And when you have low inventory accompanied by steady buyer demand, it invariably will put upward pressure on used vehicle prices. And this is good news for fleets since the lower depreciation will help to offset the fleet cost increases that we've been discussing. And another variable uh, to take into consideration revolves around fleet incentives. Will fleet incentives continue to remain at today's levels or will they return to pre-pandemic levels? The reality is that in today's market, there's no need to incentivize fleet sales because all OEMs can sell everything they build due to strong end-user demand. But what would happen if competitive market conditions change? The next 12 months will be an interesting time for all of us in the fleet industry, but with this as my final observation, I'd like to conclude my State of the Industry presentation for the week of January 30th, 2023, and I'd like to thank you for watching.